Twisted Games. Hey guys, welcome back to Twisted Games. This is Amber. And I'm Monica. Are you good? <laughs> I'm good. Did you have fun at the party? I did. So we had a super soft birthday party that was joint between three ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super soft if you're a Letter Candy fan. Basically, it's kind of kid-like the whole time. It was fucking magical. So I ended up building a tent inside my house with like lights Mm -hmm. and it was pink and there was glitter and that. Unicorns. Unicorns. It was magical. We had pinatas that were full with uh, beauty products Mm -hmm. and chocolate and liquor. Uh (laughs) We had flower crowns that lit up. We played games. We had fluffy slime and. I know. It it was like a kid's party with a bunch of adult women and. We just acted like kids inside the tent, talked about vulgar shit. Always. <laughs> and got really sloshed. Yes. <laughs> Always. So it was fun, though. Yeah. I it got made good. fun of at one point in the night by your husband because he was like, uh, are you drinking water? And I was like, yes, dude. After book club, I am traumatized <laughs> for the rest of my life now. So I was doing a drink, and then I would drink a whole tumbler of water. God, you're so old. Drink. My I, listen, I, I don't know what happened after that, but I was like, never again. Never again. Never and again. I still felt really good, but I at least knew I was so fucking hydrated that the next day there was no way I was going to have a hangover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Went home and had my ibuprofen just in case. But oh yeah, you gotta. You gotta. Yeah. Like, yeah, I made the mistake of not doing any of that 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 one night. Yeah. So and any of the guys that came into the party area had to put on flower crowns mm-hmm. or boas. Yep. And they had to participate if they wanted any of the food or. It was cute, <laughs> but the it was... food was awesome. Everybody brought such amazing, amazing, yeah. tasty things. It yeah, was it so was fun. so good. You bought those awesome tacos, and I'm like, mm, <sighs> hello. And then. Um, there was pizza made that was homemade, and yeah. that was delicious. Mm-hmm. And then that pasta salad. I mean, I could go on and for yeah. days. And all days the food, the all the, the food. alcohol. Those cute little bunt cakes. So, so good. <sighs> I think you might know part of the story. story. It is her week for the story. Yeah. So I am so excited. Yeah. If it deals with water, though. No, so I love it. Oh I'm still doing my research. On a water-based cult. No. No. <laughs> hello, friend. Oh. Oh. Hello. You made well, a debut. Friends, I have a friend, as you can hear. So you may have heard this one. You may not immediately recognize it by its name, but I think there'll be some themes that come out. Okay. But I don't think you'll know all the details. Sure. Of this one. Sure. Okay. So we're going to talk about Heaven's Gate. Have you heard of them? Are they the ones that drink punch? Or are they ones kind that put the sneakers on? Which one kind, are they? Yeah, yeah, There's one of them yeah, yeah. That kill so you've got a couple of details, yeah, correct? Okay, 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 yeah, okay. yeah. But I think it's been so twisted oh, in the I know media that it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Literally punching sneakers. I think, yeah, and that's about it. Yeah. It's interesting because uh, there's a lot of experts that review Heaven's Gate, and some of it classifies a cult. Some of them classify it as an American religious movement. Oh, because it's. Of okay. how diverse and kind yeah, of unique I must not it is. Know anything about yes. this. <laughs> so, um, it was founded in 1974 okay. by Bonnie Nettles and Marshall Applewhite. So these might be some names that kind of ring a bell because they became quite well known. No, I don't even know names. But also, I love that last name you just said. Apple. Applewhite? Okay, yeah, that's that pretty so cool. cute. That's pretty cool. Marshall's name. Uh, it is described as uh, a Christian, but with radical changes, new age, and also ufology. 
It's a UFO is it the religion. religion. <laughs> yeah, it is. So they originally believed that they would go to heaven aboard a UFO. It had a lot of Christian ties. I wonder how you mix those. I wonder, like, how <laughs> that... Be- I'm sure you're going to tell me, but I'm just curious how yeah, those things got mixed. I, I don't even know if it's super clear. So they kind of changed their thought process in that a little bit after Bonnie, who was one of the founders, ended up dying from complications okay. to cancer. Uh-huh. So instead of them just immediately boarding this ufo this is just a shell your human form and you need to release your soul for the aliens and then you can go you'll you'll transform into an alien being which is a next level being and then that's how you'll ascend to heaven tears yeah yeah sounds like yeah okay so because having a member die and not just get beamed up scotty (laughs) i don't know (laughs) they they had to kind of change the thought process there yeah on that side and you can release that soul during many different ways just being completely rejecting the human spirit and the body dying naturally dying with cause all sorts of things okay so there's a lot of ways to kind of release your soul Interesting. Yes. Yeah, so. I don't think the aliens a give dark. a damn about our souls, quite honestly. <laughs> so they didn't really talk a whole lot about Bonnie. Um, she was a nurse. You know, she believed in a lot of different theologies and okay. really got into the mysticism side of things. Sure. Marshall, however, was the son of a minister, and he was a former soldier. Well, that makes sense how they fucking combine the two. They yeah. One's a minister's son and the other yeah. one's a mystic. Right. Exactly. All that. They had a lot of things to talk about. Um, he actually ended up teaching at the University of St. Thomas in Houston, Texas. Oh, okay. And there's conflicting information on either he was fired or he resigned. Oh, and I'm so sure there's always conflicting information. When so it if it's saying, I'm assuming it's a Christian university. Mm-hmm. And if he was fired, then those were probably because of a sexual relationship he had with a male student. So I'm sure a sexual oh. relationship in general was probably frowned upon. But then. Having the male part of it, right, I'm right. guessing same oh, gender yeah, relationship. Right, you said it was a religious hospital. Yeah, that's a big no-no. religious school. Yeah, exactly. Or he resigned over emotional turmoil. So I don't know what that means. But either way, he no longer works at that school. During this time, he became friends with Bonnie. They talked about shared religion and mysticism, and eventually decided they they were both divine messengers. Funny how that happens. <laughs> I feel like these people just have the strongest confidence. Okay. I feel like. No, every single story. Okay, <laughs> minus the last one. But yeah. you know, all your cult stories, mm-hmm. they have such big egos. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I... I, I don't. Oh, maybe yeah. I need to do better with that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm slacking. I'm like, <laughs> uh, they ended up operating a bookstore and they would teach others their views. Uh, eventually, they had closed down the bookstore so they could travel and be evangelical, if you will, and uh, start teaching <laughs> these views. They even went to churches to oh, talk about wow. some of their stuff. Um, and they let them in with it being so... Well, they okay. were kind of... Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Marshall ended up writing a pamphlet that described Jesus's reincarnation, and he kind of referenced that he was the one Jesus reincarnated <laughs> oh, into. No. That did not go over well. During this time, um, everyone really did not like what they were saying. 
the sure. preaching. Um, they traveled around and they only gained one follower <laughs> during this time. Awesome. And because it was one and she was the first, it was Sharon Morgan. Uh, unfortunately, she did end up abandoning her children to join with them. Oh, wow. But she was the first. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> During this traveling around the country, Marshall ended up getting pulled over at a standard check point site. Okay. And they found out that he was in a stolen rental car, and it was stolen because he never returned it. <laughs> That's ballsy. So he went to jail. Yeah, <laughs> to go through a checkpoint with a stolen car. Yeah. Just be like, hey, yeah. what's up? Now, he didn't, like, hijack it. It was just sure. a rental car that he never returned. But you have to, maybe he didn't think like think about that, but, like, you have to realize <laughs> that they're going to report it stolen. Yeah. I mean, now they just jack up your credit card and they're like, good luck, have, yeah, fun, have fun buying the car. <laughs> but um, they, There are some of these cars, and I'm sure, it, I don't know how it works if you're in another city or whatever, where they can stop it on their side yeah. and they can just stop the car from yeah. working. That's crazy to me. That is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. But yeah, so he went to jail, but it was time well spent in jail. I don't know. Because he, <laughs> he really got to work out the kinks in his theology and figure out how he was going to develop his message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After his release, him and Bonnie traveled to California and Oregon. And they started to gain more followers because they started to really focus on contacting extraterrestrials. Super. Yeah. They're talking to these groups that are very Uh like-minded. And so now they're starting to get this following. They eventually started turning the stories that they were actually already themselves extraterrestrials. He is Jesus as an alien. Yeah, it changes like periodically on exactly all these things. They said that they needed human participants for an experiment. And no, that's so they started drawing these crowds because they were telling people that they were aliens. Okay. Regardless of exactly what was said or who was interviewed after these gatherings, everyone did describe them as super charismatic and sure. very endearing. Right. And everyone was like, wow. They could really deliver a message. They could tell a these, great yeah. story. They're yeah. great storytellers. Yeah. What experiment, or do you get into that? What they, well, what did they want to experiment? Well, they really about transforming humans into next level beings is kind of how they phrase that experiment. Okay, but it was really broad. It wasn't very specific at this point. They kind of went through that's how they growing pains to yeah. kind of figure out how to draw these crowds, what cells and what. Dogs. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of, I'm like, "Mm, okay. All right. Yeah, so at one point he was reincarnated Jesus, and then another point um, he was a direct descendant of Jesus, and then I think lastly he ended up being an alien that embodied the soul of Jesus. (laughs) He is alien Jesus. Yeah. I am here for that. And then Bonnie was the God the Father. Uh, the soul within her alien oh, form. I would love to have been, not because I want to join, but I would have loved <laughs> to have been to one of these, you know, speeches they were giving. Yeah. Just to hear what he was saying. Yeah. You know I mean? like, it's just how it drew Because you in. say it and it's like, it's, I want to chuckle at it. But like, if he's drawing people in. He's drawing crowds. He's alien Jesus. Like, I want to hear this man and what yeah. made them believe it. Yeah. A hundred percent. I would love to hear it, sir. But, you know, you Feed also kind of look at that there's some current groups, modern groups, that are 
very, very into the idea of contacting aliens and meeting aliens and uh-huh. all that stuff right now. So, yep. and I have a hard time understanding that, but for some people, this is very real. Sure. So that's kind of all re- always existed, right? Right. Race right. to the moon. Yeah, yeah. We were, you know, NASA's, yeah. you know, on top of their game and all that stuff. There's and people looking to prove mermaids are real, which I yes. think they are. Yes. Although they don't sound nice. And I think I've said that in a previous show, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. if I, I think I said it in your water one. Matter of fact, forgot. scratch that. Yeah. <laughs> You're all about the mermaids. The damn mermaids. I keep wanting them to be real, but yeah. they sound so mean. <laughs> So, (laughs) in one of these meetings they had at a motel in Oregon, they had a group of 20 people that gathered. That is a lot. These people sold all of their possessions, said goodbye to the rest of the crowd, because there was a bigger crowd there. Like the Titanic, they're just waving off. Yeah, they said goodbye, and then they disappeared from public eye. Oh, that this, Titanic reference was really... Yeah. I did not mean it like so that. They, I guess I should have said just like, ships. They just, they like, disappeared. Goodbye. It actually caught some attention to media outlets, including Walter Cronkite. Oh, no way! <laughs> yeah. Who was like, hey, there's this disappearance. Disappearance. We're not really sure where these people went. It's a mystery. You know, huh. maybe they went up to their aliens. You know, he was like, I don't know. They're playing on that All that Walter. stuff. You know damn yeah. well. <laughs> But what really happened is Marshall and Bonnie just arranged for the whole group to go underground. They were underground? Yeah. Not like literally well, under the well, earth. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, they're like legit. I didn't like know off, they were in a bunker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking of cave dwellers. Oh, like, my pants. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen my face. I was like shook at that. They were in a house when they went. What do I know? <laughs> Underground, like off the ground. Okay, that's not as exciting. I think my theory was better, but whatever. (laughs) I have lost my keys in a fridge. Let's keep going with that. I I am gullible apparently now too. Okay, um, it was kind of impressive though from Marshall and Bonnie though because they led nearly a hundred people across the country. A hundred now. A hundred at oh this point because they keep gathering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're sleeping in tents, begging on streets, but they're still all evading the authorities and the main eye of the media. Wow. So they're still kind of like off the grid, underground, in quotes. Quit <laughs> <laughs> playing with me. <laughs> they're underground, I know it. You're going to reveal it later. <laughs> but it was kind of impressive that they were able to organize that, you know, Very going across. Stealthy. His teachings kind of varied to the crowd. Eventually, they kind of landed on some sort of idea of you need to become an alien in order to go to heaven type of thing. You know, uh, ascend to a next level. In April 1976, they actually stopped recruiting. And then they became very reclusive and set in their rigid guidelines for the group. They... They do start re-recruiting later on, but at this point, they're kind of making it smaller. Uh, Marshall really wanted quality over quantity. So was Initially, he kicking people out then? Or? Uh, if they weren't true believers or if they showed any sort of hesitation or really weren't about the, the live, because uh-huh. he kind of made it very much, you know, very, very strict. They scheduled every single minute of people's lives and dictated what they did and where wow. they went. They weren't as cruel as some of the other cults. That well, we've kind good. of learned. Um, they didn't allow children, though, it There was like. no sexual activity okay. allowed in the cult. No use of drugs. Okay. Which is very different than what we've heard. Yeah, I mean, both of past. those things were Rampant. key selling points for the other yeah. ones. Marshall and Bonnie were the only ones that were 
allowed to give orders. They're the only authorities. Okay. Marshall would hold a random alien encounter test with his group by saying, you have to go outside. Tonight's the night that some of you are going to be able to ascend up in the UFO. And so all the members there would go outside and they'd wait all night, quiet, and then it'd be like, this was just a test after it was over. Huh. So he, he wasn't one of those ones that would gaslight him and be like, it's your fault you didn't go up. Like, Yeah, no, ones. he didn't say that. He was just like, this is just your test. <sighs> and those that were devout were allowed to stay in. If you started questioning your faith or your belief, he'd actually send you on your way and actually give you some money to send you on your way. Wow, that's so, so it different. Was, it was really different. He was kind of a weird dude. Eventually, he, he even allowed members to visit their families on Mother's Day. <laughs> But they could only say that they were studying computers, and then they immediately have to leave after the holiday. So outside members didn't really know what was going on within this group or this cult. Yeah. I mean, you're studying computers. What the hell does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then, you know, this is starting to get in the late 70s, early 80s, and computers are starting to come up. That's Um, the In the 1990s, they even had a website for their call. Oh, this did? Yep. uh, With the... It had a business name of Higher Source, and then they started recruiting more members through the website. Uh, they also started banking on the comment. You mentioned Haley. It's Haley Bop comment. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. On there. So they started preaching through the website and talking about the comment. So a lot of these members, they had all sorts of you know professions, but a big core of them were actually IT professionals, and huh. they made money because wow. they worked IT with this, this is one of the first cults that were computer-based and recruited online. Wow. Yeah, so it was, you know, they kind of had some groundbreaking things in there. Yeah. Some of their members. Even back then, for them to be doing that, not a lot of people had computers. Yeah. You know, and they would flip age. houses and rent homes in Denver and Dallas. Oh, you're going to talk all this shit. It had to be me. Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, son of a bitch, Colorado. <laughs> But yeah, so they primarily stayed in the New Mexico, Colorado, Texas, California. New Mexico is a great state for the yeah. extraterrestrial stuff. Yes, yeah. So that makes sense. And you sense. get a lot of people that are into it mm. in that area. Yep. So a lot less light pollution. Yeah. Hmm. So that's where Area 51's mm-hmm. at, too. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of neat. They're groundbreaking. They had that technology base kind of on there. You know, they uh-huh. had stopped recruiting and then they're re recruiting. But if you think from the 70s through the 90s, that's a long time to be in pretty, operation. Pretty long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And not getting a whole bunch of media attention at this point. Yeah. You know, so they're still it's probably what you want. I mean, though. they're not quite off the grid. They have a website. So yeah. <laughs> not completely invisible. They're not underground completely. But, yeah, not anymore. But still, people are kind of just brushing them aside. Um, they were more yeah. well known in. Alien fanatic groups uh-huh. than they were in any other type of religious. That says a lot. Yeah, our survivor and I had a hard I time with this one. With you I know because I bring survivor. them kind of late in the me game. So deep into yeah. the story. I'm like, oh yes, <laughs> we are a survivor podcast. Yes. So I almost didn't tell the story because the first couple survivors that I saw after the big event, which you kind of alluded to, mm-hmm. um, ended up not surviving in the end. So it was oh, it was no. kind of hard and I was like, well gosh, like it's really interesting, but uh-huh. not a good fit. I was able to find someone named uh Frank LaFord. He has done a lot of interviews. Okay. So he has kind of worked out. He was in the cult for 18 years. 
That is and a long time. He had, yeah. And he left in his 30s when he was 39. So good chunk of his young adulthood uh-huh. was in this cult. Um, he had lots of friends. He even had a woman, Erica, Erica Ernst, I believe. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Who was, in his mind, the love of his life. And she was also in the cult. In the cult, okay. Yeah, or the American religious movement, whatever you want to yes, call it. Yeah, I apologize. Yes. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, he has done some interviews. He was on docu series that mm-hmm. HBO had, things like that. If you hear him speak, he has a very interesting sounding voice. It sounds very restrained and almost, almost kind of like it hurts him to talk. And that's because early on, Marshall. Uh, mocked him for having such a deep masculine voice that it really hurt him to the point that he hated speaking ever. That's really sad. So he almost had to force himself. I was going to say he was the nicest guy we've heard of so yeah. far in one of your stories. But yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So you kind of hear that in his voice. So I thought that was really sad. You know, he did work outside the cult. He was one of the IT people Okay. on there. Uh, and actually, that kind of saved his life. And why it is, because he worked outside of the cult, he got exposure to other people outside of that area. One in particular was his boss, and she really valued him and saw him as an individual and really boosted him and said really nice things to him. Mm -hmm. And then he would come back to the cult and kind of see how he was just another ant in the army, no one special, all that kind of stuff. And that really got his... Yeah, that got his gears working Aww. on there. Well, good for her for making him feel that Yeah, way. so I guess, you know, be nice to people you nice. work with. Don't you don't know humans. what they're going we through. Expendable, okay? Yeah, yeah. I was I was like, oh, my gosh. That's uh, sweet. Because in her she probably wasn't going out of her way. She was probably just, just be being nice. a human. Yeah. yeah. And he, But he felt it was so different from the cult. I didn't see anything really, really horrible other than it was very regimented and, you know, no sex, no drugs kind of thing. Would they, would they get in trouble if they started relationships and had sex? Like, You know, I didn't really go into so much of that. So I don't really know I what the consequences. Really care, yeah. I think they would have seen that from what I did read as you don't, you're not a true believer, so oh. you probably just need to leave oh, okay. type of thing. This, your main focus is not on. Right. Yeah. Or whatever you want to call it. The, the group. Right. Yeah. Your intentional community. So, was, which is very different than what we've seen in some of these other cults mm-hmm. that were very abusive. Oh, yeah. And yeah. 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 This one was just as described as one. very regimented. Okay. Is what it really said. You know, and they tested you, made you stay out all night, but again, just kind of regimented. So, yeah. after he, he started seeing the real world and then his cult like relationships which he still had a lot of friends and family in so he was still very much connected so you you could still talk because a lot of the other ones would like shun you correct but they needed jobs outside to help fund this group and that's right he hadn't left yet so they weren't Mm -hmm. they weren't shunning him yet because i was gonna say they let him talk to people after he left okay yeah so he he ended up leaving mostly because he had a weird feeling Trust your gut, people. We say it it every time. time. And so he was like, I just feel like maybe this isn't the right place for me. Something is weird. You know, I I love all these people and I like the ideas, but if how I'm treated by this other person is normal, then something's off, you know. 
on yes. that stuff. So ended up leaving. Um, he actually moved back to Canada and, and was trying to prepare for his life outside of the cult, which was a big change. You know, he's very socially awkward. He has a hard time speaking. Yeah. His love, Erica, called him a few days after he left and begged him to come back, which oh, I can't even no. imagine how hard that was to say no Yeah, on that side. Yeah. Um, but she begged him, begged him, begged him. And he, was, he said, nope, I just have a weird feeling in my gut. I don't like this idea. Would you please leave the cult and come – up here with me and she didn't she stayed i wish um, she would have gone and that was the last conversation he had with her oh no because in 1995 1996 you know they were starting to prepare for the comet to come through hail Haley bob okay uh-huh. um was it 95 or 96 or was it 86 no the Haley's comet no, so there's different kinds of comments. So this is that's Haley. Right. Okay, yeah, I this is Haley Pop. One every sixty. Yeah, years. this one's every. I think they said four thousand. Haley Pop. Whoa. Yeah, so this was like a big, that's big why one. It's such a big a deal. lot and of that's your right. religious extraterrestrial. You know everything when I was, I yeah, vaguely it, it was always Haley. I keep saying Haley's comment. Yeah, and that's one's every sixty years, which yeah. is why I was confused. This, okay, this one's Haley oh. Bob. So they started planning for when it got closest to the Earth, which wasn't until 1997. But in 1995, the group was starting to get prepared for this. Okay. So they were starting to plan. And the idea was they were going to leave their body vehicles so they can ascend to a new level. And the way they thought they could do that was through mass suicide. I, like I said, I, I kind of figured you'd heard some of the stuff, but maybe yeah. you didn't know all yeah. the details. Yeah, yeah. Like, you you hit a couple of key points. So yeah. um, they're planning for this mass suicide. It's not a surprise no. to any of these members. This is something they've been planning for about a oh, year, so year, year and a half. Oh, okay. So they knew this was coming. This yeah. was the final This end. is This is their goal. Oh, yeah. interesting. And they Which stayed. I guess I didn't really realize when I kind of heard yeah. about this, but vaguely. Not you know? long enough. For Frank to have known about, but long enough that they knew that this was yeah, their Yeah, yeah. This was the idea. They want to ascend to heaven. This is how they believe they can do it. Um, so it's about a year, year and a half, they're planning on how to okay. um, complete this mass suicide within the group. So, you know, it's going to release them from the bodies. They're going to board a spacecraft and they're going to go to heaven. In order to prepare, they ended up all renting a large home together and they called that the monastery. And that's where they started really preparing everything going forward <laughs> they purchased <laughs> i'm sorry Are you gonna tell me about the they, they they purchased alien insurance <laughs> no uh, such things uh, exists so they purchased alien insurance that would cover up to 50 members and would pay out a hundred million dollars per person and it covered abduction impregnation or death by aliens so just in case things went sideways <laughs> they were covered and i don't know if i should just laugh at the fact that this existed or it should be in awe that someone offered this insurance and they bought it you know that insurance <laughs> man was sitting there when they walked out and he was like oh he my was like touching yes i have a vacation yeah. home <laughs> yeah. like yeah what? that's 50 people oh my Oh my when goodness. I saw this, I rewrote it like eight times. I went to different sources. I was like, what the fuck? Alien <laughs> abduction, insurance, all that stuff. I'm going to Google as soon as we're done with this alien <laughs> so, insurance. So it's funny because like at first Geico was mentioned and I was like, Geico did sure. not. But they didn't. They ran numbers on it and talked about it. It was oh, actually okay, this okay. 
Florida insurance company okay. that provided of it. Of course it was Florida. <laughs> no hate. Really, really but small, like not a big one that I'm familiar with by anything. But when I first saw it, Geico was like, let me reread that. What? 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 And then it, no, it wasn't. Geico did not offer this as far as I'm aware. Geico, don't sue it, us. It was, it, it was a Florida one and they had alien insurance. I think that's awesome. But like, genius. Like, I sell alien insurance. Who wants it? I (laughs) will also sell you alien insurance. And I guarantee you, not even just one million, two million per person. Incorrect. I'm selling mermaid insurance. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I think you have a higher chance of losing out than I do. No, you gotta prove it. You gotta prove it. Were you impregnated by a mermaid? I want to see. I want to see. Proof. And then I don't care. I will pay you that because we're about to be rich. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for real. For real. Deal. But yeah, anyways, I <laughs> that was great. But also very well thought out by the group. Things there, go sideways. Again, you got insurance. He's, well, he's a year, very year good and a half. Yeah. yeah. Marshall even taped himself talking about the mass suicide and gave, you know, reasoning and sermon types. I wasn't able to see an entire transcript Uh of what he taped himself, but he did often refer to, we do in all honesty, hate this world type of thing. So I think a lot of people have the same feeling right now. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So people knew about this. This was out. Um, The website was also updated with an exit press release. You know, they even put it on their website. Yeah. And oh, they put it on the website really late in the game, like right before okay. the mass suicide okay. took place, because they actually said, by the time you read this, we suspect that the human bodies we were wearing have been found and that a flurry of fragmented reports have begun to hit the wire services. They explained why they were going to remove themselves from their body and that it was their mission on Earth and then quoted some scriptures that somehow related or made sense to them. Sure. On that side. The cherry so, through it on. Like this was this was a planned organized event, which just blows my mind. So in 1997, members dressed up all in identical black shirts with arm patches that said Heaven's Gate Away Team. Oh, <laughs> sweat no. plant so, sweatpants that were also black and black and white Nikes. Which you kind of like, said. why'd you have to go name brand? So they went into this. Marshall, I guess, was a huge fan of Nikes, and he made sure everyone really loved Nikes. And cool. one of their models was just do it, and they kind of <laughs> used it as they even mispronounced it <laughs> a nickname because they used to call him uh, Doe. Oh, he took on alien names. Him and Bonnie took on alien names eventually down the road. It was like Doe and T. <laughs> so they would say just Doe it or whatever. No, thank you. And no, thank you. So they were a little obsessive. People said that really they just got a really good deal on these shoes. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Because <laughs> it's very, very specific. They each had a $5 bill and three quarters in their pockets. That's specific. Very. The That's $5. paying their fare? <laughs> yeah. The $5 was no, to cover the cost no. of leaving home or Earth. No. It was like their vagrant their cost. Fare. Yeah. It's like when you used to kick your kid out of the home and give them five bucks and they would make it on their own. That's what they were doing. The quarters. Any guess for the quarters? There's three quarters. No, I have nothing. <laughs> it was so they could... Call home from payphones. No, <laughs> I forgot payphones. Which I was like on the spaceship. On the spaceship. On the super phones? techie thing. I don't, on the thing you could. Fly what if they in at least sky? be free? Like I understand. Yeah. You know, like 
You've made it. You don't need to yeah. pay for anything ever yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're in heaven, but you got your three quarters. So I just thought that was so funny. I was yeah. like, weird. He's a very analytical guy. You know, he yeah. thinks of everything. Yeah, he just, everyone's going to wear this. They're all going to do that. On the day of the mass suicide, so they did eat a mixture of fennel barbital. And they oh. washed it down with vodka. So not quite Kool-Aid. I felt, I was like, man, don't I think drink the I'm Kool-Aid. Probably, well, I'm probably There mixing. might be a different one. There's yeah. not one. That we'll, yeah. I'm sure we'll get into it one day. But. Yeah, one day. So, um, you know, they ate the fenno barbatel. I think they said they that mixed it up gross. in like pudding or applesauce or whatever. Oh. And then they washed it down with vodka. But then after they took it, they secured plastic bags around their heads so that they would induce asphyxiation on that side. Uh And they did this in groups so that once a member was dead, a living member would then remove the plastic bag, pose the body nicely on their own bed, and then – or its own bed because it's not a – person anymore i suppose and then covered the face and like the torso with a purple cloth for privacy so they said that this mass suicide took a couple of days in a row because they had to do it in groups so that surviving members that is traumatic could pose it doesn't matter but like that's traumatic for the people that are finding them and they kept going i can't even imagine Uh, so they said two to three groups on this side right there was 39 total that's a lot. Yeah, on that side. 39 adults, men and women between the ages of 26 to 72, and they died between two to three successive days, each taking turns to clean up their prior group's deaths. So then there was the last group, and they were just messy as hell. Yeah. Marshall was actually one of the last three. Huh. So it was him and two other people that were the very last. He went, and then the two members took care of his body, and they were the only ones with plastic bags over their head and not the purple cloth, which is why, which led them to believe that they had this right routine. Yeah, I mean, it makes complete sense. Yeah. There's no other way yeah. that that would have been able to happen. Prior, like right immediately before this, the group also sent off packages to different cult affiliates, former members, and even some media outlets. And it was from through that, that because it all contained farewell messages and what they were doing and what's going on. I mean, they had the website, but maybe not a lot of people were reading it at that time or didn't really know what was going on. It was just Um, booming. But they actually had like different members wrote goodbye, blah, 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 we're leaving. And then they had, oh, we're also doing this because we're going to heaven as aliens. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry. They had that message on there. And so then, well, like, one of the former members that received the package, I guess, went to the house, saw the bodies, left the house, and tipped off the police. Can you imagine being stuff. him? Yeah. Nothing. And they didn't identify this person. I could not find oh, who good. this person That's was. That's probably good. He was. That's probably yeah. good. He was like, oh, by the way, I think you need to go to this house. It's, I wonder if this house is still it's a standing. Little, uh, I don't know. It has to be creepy, creepy. I don't know. I want to go. It wasn't really malicious. Don't matter. I bet you the energy is fucked. Yeah, right? yeah. It was, it was pretty <laughs> weird. So, you know, Frank is about 68 years old. And they don't really go into much about... What he did or what he moved on with, it was very, very minimal. And I'm anything sure they just that I read, to know what it was like there. Yeah, and even then, he was very, really, you know, really quiet about it. 
And so they kind of gave, that's why. Air of protectiveness almost. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah. He did, he did have a really interesting quote at the end though. Cause he said, after he found out about the death and he needed the love of his life and friends and family oh, members, right. they passed. all died. Oh. They were all in this thing. You know, 39 people. That's, that's, that's a big a, deal. Yeah. So he said, we, we all have a connection to the vine within us. We all have that radio transmitter built in. We don't need anyone to translate that for us. That was the big mistake that we were all made in my mind. It was believing we needed someone else to tell us what our best path should be. And I was like, wow, that's pretty okay. insightful. Yeah. yeah. And that's true. And I wish that's everybody would think about that with these intentional communities. You don't need anybody to no. tell you anything, no matter what you believe. Yeah. You are your own, like he said, do not let this man or woman tell you because it's going to go down this sort of path. Yeah, especially with how often Marshall and Bonnie kind of changed their message to kind of fit the crowd. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even that have was this so... message at the beginning. They yeah. just made it up as They're they like, went. like, oh, dang, Sharon, we need more than you. So we got to <laughs> figure something else Sharon, out. Sharon, you're great. Did she stay? I wonder if she stayed. She, she, from she... what I saw, she stayed the whole time. Oh, Sharon. She was their first and most devoted. Oh, you know? man. And it was amazing that Frank really only got out because he got squeamish after realizing that it can't be okay in the outside world. Thank goodness. Thanks. That's so wonderful. At so I know fun. you've heard that story. Did you know that they were into like aliens no, and why they liked not Nike? Know about 90% of that. I didn't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. I knew sneakers, Yeah. I was like, I, knew I, feel Halo. Like... I didn't even know the right comet. Yeah. And I knew there was, and I thought there was punch, but that's not punch. That was Waco, I think. Was Waco punch? Um, the Waco, remember there was like a hundred. Yeah. Uh, or some people like that. Well, like, I don't because I learn these things well, as we go. With Hulk, I, I don't, don't read about death, and now I do. <laughs> do not check our browser history. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You can check yours. They're going to be like, oh, she's into cults. They're going to be like, dude, dude, we need to check her. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. And they'll be like, cults and buying llama pinatas. <laughs> What a weird girl. Glittery. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is it pink and glittery? I love it. Yeah. So <laughs> you like that one? I do. That All right. A good one. So do like Frank and trust your gut. And play to win. <laughs>